Hello friends, this is Sheila. Thanks for joining me for another episode. Today I'm going to talk about finding and pursuing your purpose. So in today's environment, living with the coronavirus pandemic, a lot of us are facing some uncertainty, whether it's about our careers because we've seen certain industries turned upside down. It could be because our education has come to a halt with college students and high school graduates not being able to walk down that aisle and receive their diploma. It could be because we've lost loved ones unexpectedly from the virus. Or it could just be that general sense of panic that sets in when you really take in and absorb everything that's going on and how much the world and everything in our lives has been affected by this pandemic. It could also be that you're spending a lot of time at home and having a lot of time to think about your own life. And many of you, like me, have probably come back to this question, what's the purpose? Why am I here? What am I doing with my life? And it's a very valid question and not one that we should be afraid of asking or listening for an answer. And I want to share with you my perspective on what it means to have a purpose and also share with you how I've approached pursuing my purpose. So what does it mean to have a purpose? I think of purpose in a lot of different ways. For some of us, purpose is something that you were born to do. We've seen those people before, right? Michael Jackson was born to sing and dance, right? Barack Obama was born to be a politician. Um, There's a lot of people that we've interacted with in our own lives where, you know, this person was just born to be uh, a wonderful caregiver. Um, This person was born to be a leader. Now, I think it's a general statement to say someone was born to do something because there's there's work that, that goes into doing and achieving a certain purpose in our lives. But for for some lucky people, it, it seems to find you that thing that you're meant to do. It's almost like it's hunting you down and you can't get away from it, <laughs> right? You are introduced to theater at a young age and you just can't get away from it. It's all that you want to be around. It's it's everything that that's in your life has everything to do with theater. You were born to be in a theater production. So that's one way to think about purpose. Another way to think about purpose, and I think this is more the category that I fall into, it's a problem that you were made to fix. There's just certain things about the world about our environment, about our society that just bug you, right? Like, why is this this way? And there are certain people who made it their life's purpose to fix that problem. When you think about people who have gone to bat for civil rights, for gay rights, for for, um, women's rights, uh, for environmental rights, there's a lot of people who have found their purpose by saying, This system, this way of doing things is broken and I'm going to fix it. And it might not be something social. It could be something technological. 
you know, the, the guys who founded Google, they thought it was their job to fix how we search for information and look at what came of it. Steve Jobs thought it was his job to make technology accessible and beautiful. And he was able to accomplish that. If there is a problem, something that just really irks you and you want to fix it, that might be a little bit of an indication to you that that's your purpose. Another way to look at purpose is it's how you choose to have an impact in your circle of influence. That sounds fairly generic, but I think sometimes people look at purpose as something that's very grand and big and global and everybody knows your name. A lot of the people that I've mentioned are, are historical figures, but purpose doesn't have to be big and grand and, and come with notoriety. It could just be impacting the people in your life. There are countless people who've come into my life that have changed me, that have given me a different perspective or totally pointed me in a different direction. And they saw it as their purpose to invest in me or to share that information with me or expose me. When I think about my teachers, whether it was in in elementary school, middle school, high school or college, and they felt like it was their purpose to have an impact on the life of the students that they taught by sharing with them this education and this knowledge. So you can choose to have an impact in your circle of influence. It could be your neighbors. It could be your family. Um, it could be your local community. It doesn't have to be on a global scale. Another way to think about purpose, it's, it's like an inner compass that alerts you when you're moving toward or away from your true self, right? I I know a lot of us have had that experience where you go into an environment or you go into a different experience and you just say to yourself, I didn't like that. Or you say to yourself, you know what? I'm into this. I think I want to do more of this. Some people might um, gravitate to you know, math and science and technology. And when they're in that environment, they feel at home. They feel like they're doing something that just comes naturally or innate to them. It's that experience of knowing that, you know what, I'm being honest with myself. I'm being my true self. But if I were to summarize all of those different ways to think of purpose, I would sum it up into one word. Why? Purpose is why. Why are you here? Why are you spending your time doing this? Why are you spending your money doing this? Why are you not doing something else? It's your why. And it's that driving force to answer that why that gets us to our purpose. Now, some of you might be thinking, why is purpose even important? Why is that something that I should even think about or consider? I think the most obvious reason is because time is limited. All of us have an expiration date. (laughs) Just as we have a birthday, we have a death day. That's going to happen. Living in this age of the pandemic if, has woken a lot of us up to that reality of our mortality and how fragile human life is. Or some of us live with that reality all the time and every day anyways because we've watched relatives die or we've lived with chronic illness. So our time on this earth is not guaranteed how long it's going to be, but we also know that it's not infinite. And what you do with that time is important. Now, it's very easy to live a life that just means nothing and goes nowhere. And when I say easy, there's no effort in doing nothing, right? You can just sit around all day and binge watch your favorite TV shows and never go after your purpose or pursue the things that you want. You could choose to, you know, take that first job and you know you hate it, but just stick with it anyways because you just don't 
put in the effort to find that real job that's going to get you excited and make you feel like you're part of something. It's easy to do nothing, right? It's easy to go nowhere. Um, But also, on the other hand, we can't do everything. And that's just true for everybody. No one has an infinite amount of talent. We certainly don't have an infinite amount of time, but we also don't have an infinite amount of resources. You know, it helps give us those boundaries of knowing that we don't have infinite amount of really anything. So we have to live for something. And purpose helps us prioritize how we spend our time and it helps us think about what kind of person we want to be. Now, we've talked about what purpose is. We've talked about why it's important. But how do you actually find your purpose? If you could be one of those people that's like, look, I've been grappling with this question and I think I know the answer, but I, I don't know. Or I'm grappling with this question and I can't seem to to lock on to to what I think my purpose is. So I'll give you a couple of hints of where you can look. I mean, first start with your natural gifts and talents. If you're someone who's naturally athletic, maybe that's a maybe that's an indication of what you should be spending your time and what your purpose is. If you're naturally sympathetic and empathetic and and gravitate towards people, maybe you need, you need to be in a career or find a purpose that involves interacting with other people. Maybe you're naturally artistic. (laughs) I'm not one of those people. That might give you some hints about where you should be going and where you should be putting your time and effort into. Another place to look for your purpose is the activities that spark your passion. And when I say passion, I mean something that you'd spend countless hours doing, even if you weren't being paid for it. That's when you know that it's something that you love and that it's something that just gets you up in the morning. It's something that, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on outside. It doesn't matter how I'm feeling. I am up to doing this thing, right? And I mentioned it before. If problems that really annoy you might be an indication of that. It could also be people that inspire you. You might find that you look up to this particular person in you know, you're, you're inspired by their story. You're inspired by their life. You're inspired by what they do. It might be, you know, this ambassador, like I love the work that they do and they interact with people. It could be some of the personalities and people that we see on television and are come across uh, our emails or the different things that we're reading on social media. If you find yourself gravitating to certain people who really inspire you, that might be an indication of what your purpose is. The other thing that is another way of looking or at finding your purpose is looking at the experiences that have transformed you as a person. You might have been someone who grew up in an unstable living situation in foster home and that experience transformed you or changed you and now you feel compelled to fix that, that system or that situation for other people. You might be someone that had experienced an illness and um, or uh, either yourself or a loved one. And now you feel compelled to go into healthcare because you want to contribute to finding a cure or a treatment for that illness. The experiences that we have are very valuable nuggets and very valuable insight into who we are as people, especially how we come out on the other side of it, how we see ourselves after that, that really makes us you know, hone in on what we really want to do with our lives. 
So those are some hints about finding your purpose. Once you get a sense of what you want to do or what you want to pursue, how do you actually go about doing it? So I think the first step is always going to be define it so that it's clear to you. And it doesn't have to be clear to everyone else. It doesn't have to be clear to your best friend. It doesn't have to be clear to your mom. It has to be clear to you. And clarity comes, I think, in the best form when you're able to write it down. If you're not a writing person, record it on your phone and listen listen to it every now and then. But the per- the point of that being that it's very crystal clear to you what it is. I'd highly encourage you to take a first step of writing a personal mission statement and what is it that your life is about or at the end of your life, what do you want to have accomplished? What kind of person do you want to be? Taking that extra time to think that through or some people might think of it as writing your own obituary. (laughs) Um, That's a little bit a more morbid way to think about it, but it helps us think about, you know, my life is finite. My resources are finite. My skills are finite. At the end of my life, this is what I want to be. One of the things that's always been a driving force for me ever since I was a young girl, I've, I've always felt the need to live to my highest potential. And the way that I've always framed it is by the end of my life, I want to be empty. I want to be empty in the sense that I have completely given of myself. I've completely utilized my resources. I have completely spent the level of influence that I have in the world. And at the end of my life, I have nothing left to give. I have given my love. I've given my passion. I've given my time. I've given everything. There's nothing else left to give. And I feel like when we think about life in that way and we're able to clearly define it for ourselves in terms of how we channel that time and those talents, that's when we can really know that we're on our way to pursuing our purpose. Now, Another step is going to be develop that skill or talent that is going to support your purpose. And the most common way of doing that is practice, right? It doesn't matter what you want to be. If it's a public speaker, you have to practice. If it's a writer, you have to practice. If it's a teacher, you have to practice. If it's a physician, you have to practice. Um, Whatever it is, even if you're going to be a good driver, (laughs) if you want to drive NASCAR uh, cars, you're going to have to practice. So taking the time and spending the energy to develop the skill, hone that talent and perfect it is going to be important. The other thing might be that you need to get the education to enable you to achieve that purpose. And when I say education, education comes in many forms. College is the one that we know of, but self-study is also a great way of educating yourself to do the things that you want to do. A good example of this might be people who teach themselves an instrument. There might be odd little careers or purposes out there that I don't know of. I'll I'll make one up. Like if you want to be great at sword making, (laughs) there's not exactly a college class out there in sword making. It might have to be something you self-teach and look up videos and find people that do it and find the materials and just practice doing it if that's something that you want to do. The other thing is just exposure. Expose yourself to the information and the knowledge. It might be through watching documentaries or 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 other um, sources of media that are going to teach you about that more. It might be going to 
groups or forums where they're talking about that. If you want to be good at, you know, growing your own garden, you might want to be join a gardening club so with other people who've had those experiences so that you can learn from them and be exposed to all the different forms and ways of gardening. There's a lot of ways to get an education that doesn't just involve college, but there's a lot of even online resources where you can do very short courses that are relatively free. And there's so many different experts out there that are willing to give their information and share their time. It could just be also reading books um, about people who have mastered that particular field that you're in. Just listen to them talk about what their experience has been. I think another way of pursuing your purpose is also finding a mentor to help guide you to your purpose. A mentor being someone who's either accomplish the thing that you're looking to accomplish or has accomplished something in another field but has the same approach or discipline that you need to be able to achieve the success that you're trying to achieve and they can help guide you guide you by telling you what to do what not to do give you you know feedback or critiques to kind of make sure that you're staying on the right track so if you want to be a writer maybe you you get a mentor who's published a couple books and they can help guide you and critique your work and help you with your drafts or help you reach out to publishers. Mentors are a great way to kind of get you shortcuts to certain answers because either they have a resource or a connection or just information that will help you perfect your craft. But I'd say bottom line, if you're going to pursue your purpose, the most important thing is to act. Do something. Do something towards that purpose and try to do something as frequently as you can, if not every day, every week, if not every week, every month at a minimum. (laughs) Find that thing that you're passionate about and act on it. So I'm going to wrap up with some last thoughts. We've talked about what purpose is, why it's important, how do you find it, how do you pursue it. But I also want to end by sharing with you some important reminders about purpose One is that your purpose can and will evolve with time. Expect that. When I was a young girl, I thought I wanted to be a doctor. (laughs) And at the time I got to graduate school, I was still within the healthcare field, but I was definitely on the administrative side rather than doing direct clinical care. And even my ideas of what it means to be impactful in healthcare, healthcare administration is evolving. And I think it comes from... Never stop asking yourself what it is you want to be when you grow up, really. And when you grow up, you can replace that with never, you know, what do you want to be in five years, in 10 years? And that that answer will probably change over time as you mature, as you go through different experiences, as you achieve certain goals, as more opportunities become available to you or as less opportunities become available to you. Life is going to keep evolving. You should as well. The other thing is you have to expect failure. When you go for something, you got to expect to fall flat on your face sometimes and you got to choose to grow from it. You know, one of my heroes, Barack Obama, he first time he ran for office, he failed, right? Other lots of other people that when they stepped out to pursue their passion, the first time they failed. Um they were laughed at. People didn't take them seriously. In fact, people probably disowned them because what they were trying to do just was so against the norm or it sounded so insane. And sometimes the purposes that we choose 
might have us in that situation where we're facing failure or we're facing rejection. That's a very real possibility. I've, I have decided that one of my purpose in life is to share my information and knowledge and my experience with others through this podcast. But not everybody's going to like it. I'm going to get bad reviews. Not all of my podcasts are going to be helpful, but I have to expect that failure and still try and instead choose to grow from it. You could be uh, a gardener and also have another pursuit or passion in the arts. It's never going to be that we're this one-dimensional person that has a one-dimensional purpose. We'll find that in many different areas of our lives, through our relationships, through our careers, through our hobbies, and through the things that we just choose to spend our time doing. At the end of the day, you just need to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Is this what I want to be doing with my time and with my talent and with my resources? And I'll end with a couple of quotes. The heart of a human excellence often begins to beat when you discover a pursuit that absorbs you, frees you, challenges you, or gives you a sense of meaning, joy, or passion. That's a quote from Terry Orlick. And then here's a quote from John F. Kennedy. Efforts and courage are not enough without purpose and direction. So those are some awesome quotes. I hope that this has been helpful. Please subscribe, leave some feedback. I'd love to hear if this was helpful in helping you think about what your purpose is, why it's even important to have a purpose, and how you go about pursuing it. Thanks for joining today. Bye.